Alright everyone, welcome back uh, to another episode and it's me and Alex again, Wilson with Inspired Beats here, Alex with Inspired Beats and what are we talking about today Alex? So if you've heard any of our other interviews or read any of other stuff, you, you know that we're covering cold emails pretty thoroughly like everywhere. Um, at least that initial email, right? How do you how do you reach out to people? What do you do with basically the leads that, that you're getting from us or the leads that you find other places online? Um, one common question that I've been getting a lot is, what do you do after that first email, right? What are some good follow-up tactics, especially if you know we're recommending people reach out five to seven, 10, 12 times? What are people supposed to say after that first email? So what I like to do after the, the initial email is I don't like to get too creative for the first follow-up. Mm-hmm. The reason is because a lot of people actually just miss the initial email, right? Um, if you guys are being very data-driven and you guys are actually tracking to see where your prospect is actually opening the email, a lot of times they're opening on their mobile phone. So it can mean that they just woke up and they're checking their phone, they see your email, they read it briefly, and they and it shows as unread on their on the Gmail when they actually get to the desk or office. So uh, a lot of times what you want to do is just send a really simple follow-up. And like, hey, you know, I sent you an email a couple of days ago. It was about this, and I was wondering... Did you see it? I'm just making sure it didn't get lost in the shuffle and making sure that we still can get something going on in the future. A quick one I use is, uh, I'm sure you're busy and hope this didn't get buried. It's just a really easy one. Just like I'm I'm making sure it didn't get lost in the shuffle, right? The second one is, uh, the second follow-up, maybe like three days, four days, five days later, is where I like to get a little bit more creative. It could be anything, just something, uh, but make it personalized. So don't say the same thing again, like, hey, I'm making sure if you check if you if you saw my email, or don't ever, ever do just checking in. That, that's just too generic. Um, it doesn't work too well, right? So what would be a good, like, third one? Let's say it's um, for someone like a uh, good audience, like you're selling social media services. Like, what's a good, like, third email after that? Well, check out, get check, go, go and check out the Twitter, right? Since you're yeah. already selling a, a social media kind of um, related, you know, service, then you would just probably want to see what kind of value you can provide for them. So you will go look on their, their social media, and then you'll be like, hey, I noticed that you haven't been uh, tweeting so much lately. Uh, but I did like this last tweet that you made a couple of days ago. Uh, I agree with you on that tweet. Um, you know, just checking in to see if you received my email. Cool. So that's going to be probably a common theme here. Just go find something, uh, some reason to reach out for them, to them and then reach out to them about it. So yeah, if you're selling social media, it could be a Twitter thing. If you're um, doing any sort of like content or blogging, maybe you read their blog and you see what they're publishing over there. Um, if their site's broken and you're going out as like website development, just keep hitting them up if you find another error or something like right, that. Right. Um, so more good things to contact them like that. Um, so that's a very straightforward one. Um, I remember in one of our podcasts a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how you send people gifts sometimes. So like, what's gifts, what's your gifts mindset? Gifts as in as in GIF guys. Yeah. So the the little little like animation kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I don't like to use those until maybe like the fifth or sixth follow up, mm-hmm. right? Usually for like the fourth one, I like to still keep it a little bit more personalized as like a little lunch. To just to see if they're actually responding and stuff like that, right? So another trick you can do is if they're running like let's say a product business and they have an like email newsletter, go ahead and put your email in that damn newsletter, subscribe <laughs> to it, and see what they say. One one trick that I used to do was I would subscribe to the newsletter and see what's the first subject line that comes from that newsletter, uh, or maybe a follow up subject line, right? And I remember clearly for this one company that's currently our customer right now, uh, they do SMS marketing, right? So, but what happens is that when you sign up for the newsletter, the second email you receive from them after the introduction email is, can we chat? That's the newsletter headline, Mm -hmm. 
right? Or the subject line for the email. So when I was doing my follow-up for them, I set the exact same thing on the fourth follow-up. I put that as my subject line. Can we chat? <laughs> and then the first line that I said was, hey, did it work? I got this from your newsletter. <laughs> right? That was creative. Yeah, yeah. But the guy was like, oh, it worked. And he's like, can you tell me a little bit more about your service again? And then that's when we started chatting. We chopped it up. And then we, we went on a Skype call. And he's like, wow, I really love what you guys do. I love the personalization. Let's work together. And I signed him on. And he's been our customer for over seven months now. So the goal here is to be super personalized, right? You don't want to send robotic templates. Um, I know a lot of sites that do automation. So if, if you're using a thing like ToutApp to automate your follow-ups, one, it's not like replying to the past chain so they can't like see what's going on. But then also it's not personalized. Like uh, what, what are you going to do? Like send them a blog post of your own or like start sending content. I know there was a, break, a breakdown of Kissmetrics cold emails uh, that I, I was reading today. And what Kissmetrics does is basically just sends you link to their webinars over and over again. But like, if you're not interested in the first one, like, why would you care about any other webinars going right, forward? Right, right. And uh, I mean, a lot of people they also, uh, from what we notice, is that they sign up for your for your newsletter and stuff like that on an alternative email account. Mm -hmm. So like a little thing just for spam only, right? And they would never ever check that. Yeah. Right, so newsletter is hard sometimes, but if you're actually really serious about this customer and you're serious about outbound, you're really into account-based account, account -based kind of sales, then you should really uh, try to learn as much as possible about the prospect. And that does include subscribing to the newsletter and seeing what they're sending you. And the goal here, the reason why we recommend doing that is because, you know, let's say personalizing an email, checking their newsletter takes like five minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Versus the zero minutes it would take to send some template out. Right. Uh, the template's response rate is going to be way lower than something like what you sent. Yeah. or you're referencing something specific or anything like that. So like the art of war, know yourself, know your prospect, and you'll win 100 battles, right? So yeah. Just keep that in mind. Uh, when it does come to like the next follow-up, like the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, uh, you definitely got to get creative, right? If they're not answering you for the third or fourth and you tried all the above that we just mentioned, then you have to get creative and just give it a shot, right? Uh, pretty much how creative I would get is that's when I start to send like the GIFs, mm -hmm. so the GIFs, the little animation things. Uh, I like to time it pretty well. So um, what I would do is I don't necessarily have to send a GIF, but I like sending something that's a little bit corny, uh, that involves a little bit of humor. Humor does work in sales. So people keep thinking you have to be this old school, really professional guy that's 100% serious. That is not true. You know, we want to put humor. Everybody wants to see humor. And uh, it's a great way to, to include things. So, for example, what I would like to do is on a Friday, uh, I would send them like an elephant partying and say, <laughs> happy Friday. You know, uh, I tried reaching you. This is probably my fifth time. Uh, I, I hope that you're just super busy and I know you're super swamped, but, you know, maybe we can make something happen next week, you know. So uh, that's, that's something that I like to do or maybe do something even more corny. Like I used to send a picture of like another elephant that says, I don't bite. And <laughs> I would put that as my subject line. Hey, you know, uh, Alex, I don't bite. You know, and then that's the first thing they would see when they open up the email. And that works like what? Eight out of 10 times I usually get a response, you know. Uh, hey, but you got to make sure even if you get a response that's a rejection, it's still better than not having a response. Right, then they're out of your pipeline. You don't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah, and you probably know why, you know. Mm -hmm. You can ask them why, you know. And they'll, if they respond the first time, they'll respond again. So Cool. What do you use to find your gifts? Oh, man, just random ones, man. Yeah. Just whatever looks most corny, you know, like SpongeBob. Do you use No, no, not at all. I actually just get it from, like, Google or something, and then, like, I put it in there. And most of the time, I paste the picture in there or something like that. Uh, or, like, um... Maybe like on the eighth follow up or something, and then uh, I would 
post a picture of somebody running away from like a dog. <laughs> like, hey, I'm not that dog. Stop running away. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just something for fun. I mean, you you have no other option, right? You know, you might as well try something. Yeah. So that's the mindset. Initially, you know, be more business focused the first couple of emails. Then as they're ignoring you more and more, you can start using a little bit more humor because the risk goes down that they're even going to read it. Right. And so, so you are better off going for something that's going to get a response rather than, you know, being a, a corporate robot. Um, so let's say it's like email number seven, right? You've been emailing them like nonstop. How regularly do you follow up after they haven't responded? Still do. Uh, so what I like to do after that is... Uh, I like to wait like a month, mm-hmm. so a 30 day, and then I will say that, hey, you know, I reached out to you initially, uh, you know, the last time we talked was 30 days ago. Uh, maybe your mind has changed. Maybe I was a little bit annoying back then. I'm sorry, but just seeing that maybe uh, you'll be interested in what I have to do, what I have to show you right Maybe now. you've been annoyed by the elephant gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but, you know, it's been 30 days and maybe you've changed your mind, so I was seeing if you're still interested and yeah. that usually works a lot of times too because they're like, wow, this guy still remembers me after 30 days. Uh, some things that you might want to do to, to help you with this is use like followup.cc. Like again, there's a lot of softwares out there that can help you automate um, like auto replies, but I'm not really a big fan of those. You know, I still believe in, in, in softwares that helps you kind of speed up your sales process by just sending you a reminder mm-hmm. because as soon as it sends me that reminder, it will help me which just kind of notifies me that, hey, you know, I still need to talk to this guy. And then I'll come up with something at that point, right? But I'm not a fan of using a template after like 30 days. Yeah. That's perfect, yeah. I use a, an auto reminder. I used to use my calendar or if you have a CRM like Base or Salesforce, streak, you can also follow up. Streak really well. does really well. Yeah. Yesware, follow up.cc, like you're saying, there's yeah. so many tools. Just use one of them, right? Yeah. Don't spend time doing all this crazy research. It's better to right. just get started and start following up. Right. So, I mean, after that, let's say after your eighth one, after your one month, uh, one thing that works really well is a breakup email. Mm. Right. So you just send them, say, hey, uh, you know, I tried reaching you 10 times now. We're still unable to contact you. And it's been like a couple months. Uh, Maybe we're not going to be working together. Maybe we're not a good fit. That's okay. Uh, Reach back out to me if you ever need any help again. And a lot of times that doesn't work all the time. But hey, you got no other option. A breakup email triggers their emotions and what does it do sometimes you get a response you know? i got this good one from hubspot a long time ago yeah um it was basically it, it had to have been like six months after and it was just are you okay like r the letter r the letter u and then okay with a question mark <laughs> and a sad face right we gotta break up right yeah oh man yeah but it works it works you know it works uh so uh, make sure you keep following up. And uh, a lot of times, I mean, we're just giving you tips right now on how to do follow-ups or how we do it uh, for ourselves. We eat our own dog food, right? We do it ourselves as well as do it for our clients. But there's a lot of other things you can do in between. You know, make sure you, you create those point of engagements, uh, reach out to them on Slack, you know, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. You know, One thing that works really well, I think for both of us, is Skype. Adding them on Skype and then yeah. constantly just pinging them with random yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, that works. I mean, do whatever you can uh, aside from just the emails. But of course, right now, we're just talking mm-hmm. about emails, right? Uh, make sure you put all of this into your workflow. And with the correct amount of reminders, you'll be crushing it. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I guess that wraps up for this one. It wraps uh, it up. Take those tips and go out there and, uh, yeah, destroy. There you go. <laughs> uh, if you need anything, you can follow me on Twitter at WilsonPang8. And... Alex Berman on Twitter. Uh, No E in the first name or alexberman.co. Just goes to my LinkedIn. Okay, perfect. See you guys in the next one. Bye.